Blog Talk Radio. I was getting a feeling from that movie that 
I used to get as a kid from movies like Pinocchio and Snow White, etc. And so I investigated, and at the time I <clears throat> had just started The Bean, uh, which you'll hear the theme song from every time we do this show. So I started The Bean and became, of course, very interested in animation because that was the whole idea, was to take this concept of the Boston baked bean and make him an animated character. So I watched the those little extras you get when you when you uh, watch movies like that, and you see how the the voiceovers are done. You see how the scripting was done. You get to see the sto- um, the storyboard, etc. So I found that whole process very fascinating. And um, there were two two incidents that happened. First, they interviewed both the restaurateur and the um, the actual animator. Now, the restaurateur, um, in order to really replicate and get exact the movements of what everybody in the kitchen and all of the characters in the kitchen, the sous chef, et cetera, et cetera, uh, what they did, the artists themselves spent hours in one particular restaurant, a very well-known and respected restaurant. So they asked the restaurateur what was he what was his purpose what was his mission and he said <clears throat> and it was amazing how he said it uh, he says my purpose is to make an emotional connection with the patron with the person coming to my restaurant to make an emotional connection to give them a feeling that only i can give them and i was pretty struck by that because i'd never heard it put that way before but um, obviously, when you come at your art, your business, your profession, whatever, with that kind of motivation and drive, you're going to be successful. And then, in a separate interview, they asked the animator what was his purpose, and surprisingly, he had the exact same purpose. He said his purpose was to give, make an emotional connection with the viewer to give them a feeling that only he could give them. So individual expression, reaching out, sharing it. Uh, one of the things that happens at Apple one day, I, because I was <laughs> born into the world of PCs as opposed to Macs, I was looking for a send button one day, and one of the the people that, uh, one of the trainers said to me, uh, no, there's no send. <laughs> at Apple, we share. Stephen Jobs believed in sharing and as we know, the Internet and YouTube, et cetera, are really focused on people doing their best, giving what they have, whether it be teaching others how to do whatever, uh, to um, entertaining whatever, and sharing it, not looking for a price, not looking for um, remuneration in terms of dollars. People are now working for the passion, uh, not just the dollars. So there's this huge shift going on. Well, then I, again, grew deeper and deeper into animation and the story behind animation and uh, watched Fantasia one evening. And there in the extras was an interview with Walt Disney himself. And somebody asked a question or he revealed uh, to the viewer that he, that his purpose... Oh, boy. <laughs> Excuse me. I tried to hold that one back, but it did not do it. His, he, Walt said his purpose was to make an emotional connection 
with the viewer to give them a feeling that only Walt Disney and Walt Disney Incorporated could do. So obviously um, that expression came from, I don't know if originally from Walt, but it's been used by those who are driven to do exactly that. And so, and uh, I've, never had, I've never been stood up like this, <laughs> but that's okay. I hope you're not bored because I've wanted to get this stuff out uh, for a long time. So here I am at Apple uh, a couple of days ago, and as I said, I'm all of a sudden people, filmmakers, are popping into my hologram in the same way that, uh, well, comedians did and prior to that magicians etc and because like attracts like uh, i sat down at uh, my open training and the gentleman beside me comes up with this uh huge <coughs> desktop uh mac and uh introdu- and i see that he's 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 using final cut pro which for the layman is just a, an editing software and he's editing his latest film, and the title of the film was Mission. Now, this kind of took me apart for a couple of reasons. Number one, I went to Mission High School, Mission Church High School on Mission Hill, <clears throat> Boston, U- Roxbury, uh, Massachusetts, USA, and was taught by the Zavarian brothers. And one of the traditions of Mission Hill is basketball. In fact, our school, though it was a tiny school, only 400 boys, um, went on to win the Eastern Mass Class B championship that year. And so there was this long tradition, and at the base of Mission Hill is the world-renowned, world-famous Mission Hill Projects. And from that area, and a couple of my now very dear friends, both uh, grew up in the projects, um, that whole area was is a huge source of basketball talent for colleges and the professionals. So, as, as life would have it, about two months ago, I'm driving around Castle Island here on my bicycle, and a gentleman steps forward, smoking a cigar, uh, Haskell Robbins is his, his his pen name, his pseudonym, and Haskell Robbins, a character right out of a good uh, <laughs> a good uh, let's say adventure film, um, says to me, "Hey pal, I don't know if you noticed, but you you're riding a bike with one leg," and I said, I stopped and. My comedy <clears throat> kicked in, and I looked down with much surprise and said, "Oh my God, I I I I, I, I left the house with two this morning." Anyway, we struck up a conversation and find out that Haskell just completed a book about Mission Hill. So I'm being brought back to my roots. Well, one of my instructors at Apple, a good great friend George Wilson, told me that. In the store that day was somebody who was doing a documentary about Mission Hill and Mission Hill Mission uh, Project Basketball. So another synchronous moment. Well, evidently, I don't believe that there are any accidents. Um, Brian and I connected two days ago, Monday. 
and maybe this is the reason that uh, I'm doing this today because this particular gentleman <clears throat> needs a big introduction. So we'll we'll call this the first in uh, what I hope to be many uh, episodes and many shows with Brian because uh, he is the guy that's doing this, and he's a young guy and uh, a fit-looking guy. And so, you know, I started to, you know, receive enough data through my senses to kind of put together who this character was sitting beside me and all excited about his film. And, you know, he told me that he was working on and the I put on some earphones and I listened not only to the music but saw the images and it brought me right back to my teen years and living in Roxbury and looking at these images and it was quite an it's an extremely emotional film um, based on the fact that some did extremely well and went on to play uh, college ball and then break out later and to play professional ball. Brian himself is a an All-American who played at Skidmore, and from his bio, I read that he was the number one scorer of all times, and Skidmore is a Class three um, basketball school, but has perennially scored uh, number one in their division. So, Brian... Uh, as we went on, he told me that, that um, he played professional ball in Europe and um, was injured and came back to the United States and then uh, became an investment banker for four or five years and decided, moved right out of that to study meditation and yoga. And that's what he, uh, that part of his life, I you know, I, I want to uncover in the interviews that are upcoming, but he uh, he did that and now owns a yoga center. And obviously there was, <laughs> you know, from my, my own personal journey, I know that when the spirit moves you um, or the soul moves you, that something beyond your control, I, my favorite expression these days is that we are not driving the bus, even though we'd like to think we are, but there's something bigger than us. Um, there's a great quote from The Course in Miracles that says, uh, you do not know what is good for you, but there is something inside you that does. And so, again, I don't want to speak for Brian, but he moved from um, investment banking, in which he excelled, uh, created as a, he's an entrepreneur, created his own business, moved into yoga, and then is now a filmmaker. So a lot going on with him. Um uh, I'm coming up to the 15-minute mark, so I'll tell you what I'm going to do. You've heard enough of me. I'm going to post this as the first uh, Brian Culkin uh, interview, and we're going to hopefully – and I needed this much uh, time anyway to introduce this character because he is uh, pretty unique. If you go to his uh, site um, and I'll, or, or look him up on – Google him. All you have to do is Google him, and you'll find everything. But he, he gives quite an amazing uh, demonstration of of yoga. Um, very skilled handstands, etc. So that's it. I'm out of wind. Um, obviously, something happened that beyond uh, Brian's control, because I can tell he's a guy of makes his you know keeps his commitments. So I have to run. Thank you so much for tuning in, and we'll post this 
on iTunes. By the way, all of my shows are on uh, iTunes uh, the, the day after the actual show. So if you go to iTunes and you search podcasts, then write. So you have to enter podcast, then upbeat, U-P-B-E-A-T, Tom Hayes. And there they are, all of the episodes that we've done. Thank you so much, and uh, we will have the real Brian here next time, I promise. Okay, thanks so much for tuning in. Hello.